0: Welcome to the 7 Figure Impact Podcast, where I help men and women just like you who have a drive to make positive, powerful impact within their local community do so through licensed assisted living, group homes, and community-hab businesses. I'm your host, Ariana. I'm a co-CEO of a 7 Figure Home and Community-Based Agency, Former professional foster parent, mother of three children, coach, course creator, and so much more. I'm obsessed with helping aspiring providers break into the business of care without all the confusion, overwhelm, or even owning their licensed property. And I help current providers intentionally market, develop systems, streamline their back end, and scale their income. If you are wanting to build a business in care and make seven figure impact, you are in the right place. Let's get it going. Welcome back to the Seven Figure Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Ariana Jay, and I am so glad you are here. Today, we are going to be talking about some pretty good stuff. I will be very honest with you this is the fourth time I am recording this podcast. So, I must really, really want to say what it is that I want to say. And I hope you are receptive. I hope it brings you value. And I hope you can utilize different pieces of it. That's my hope. Today is June 1st as I record this episode. And it's a new month, new start, fresh goals, all the things. So that's super, super exciting. And I woke up this morning, ready to work out. I did sleep in a little bit because I wanted to, (laughs) my body needed it. So I did. And it was very, very refreshing. My husband and I were going to get up and go on a walk today, but it was a bit dreary outside and a little bit cold. So we decided not to. Uh, We'll try again for tomorrow. I got up and did my workout and had a cup of coffee with Douglas as the kids woke up. School is out. So they're kind of waking up a little bit later because they're sleeping in also. And it was just so nice to kind of saunter through the morning without like a hard schedule. And I'm able to do a lot of that because I have mastered some systems in my business. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you guys about some systems and how this can help and support you in a variety of different ways. Now, your system within your business is like the heartbeat of your business, right? Marketing is the lifeblood. Systems are the heartbeat. And the best advice that no one ever takes is don't recreate the wheel. But the problem with that is finding a wheel that is already going smoothly that you can implement their system, right? I don't like the term like system in a box or business in a box or anything like that. But I don't believe you should have to recreate the wheel totally. And that's what I had to do. And so I hope that this podcast lends some value to you in the form of you not having to totally recreate the full wheel because it can be daunting. And there's a lot that comes with that, right? Being paralyzed and to take action because it's daunting, all of the things. But with the right system in place, my friends, like you can really have a business that functions in a way that you want and you desire so that so that it runs like a well-oiled machine. This will not only allow you to provide excellent, excellent care, but it will allow you to manage your team, stay in compliance and thrive in the cares industry. And that's what it's all about, right? We're not in business for the short-term, we're in business for the long-term, right? So I want you to start thinking about long-term goals, What do I want the future of my business to be? What do I want it to feel like? What do I want it to look like? How do I want my life to look and feel when it comes to running this business, right? All of these different things are what you need to be thinking about when you are creating these systems. And I truly, truly believe that you can create a system for anything, right? It's all about what you want and you desire. You could have something that's so robust, that is like just insane. Or you can have systems that are so simple, but they make sense and they help you. It's all about what you do and what you need. But we're gonna talk about like high level, but with value, the three different areas where I feel you should be implementing systems inside of your business and where I've implemented the systems inside of my business, okay? So this is from experience. And what really got me thinking about this was a docu-series I was watching. Now, I always talk about systems and think about systems and I teach systems in my program, right? But when I was watching this docu-series on Netflix, shout out to Netflix, shout out to President Barack Obama and the documentary that he has it's called working and it's absolutely amazing took me a week to watch the three episodes because I kept falling asleep (laughs) I was tired (laughs) but they were great I always went back and watched it again the next night Douglas was like are you seriously still watching this show I'm like yeah I can't get through one episode but it was really really good And he showed a variety of different sectors. One was the cares industry. Shout out to At Home Care in Mississippi. I think it was Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. If anybody knows At Home Care in Mississippi, I would love to talk to them. I would love to offer my support. And I'll get into kind of what I observed from the documentary. And I understand that Television only shows really one view, but from what I what I saw, it kind of started fueling this episode, right? And some different talking points and why I truly believe what I believe, whether you are a small boutique agency who's just getting started, licensed, certified, both unlicensed, whatever, to a bigger facility or a bigger operation or agency, like you still need systems right? There are going to be different scales based off of what you need, but you still need systems. Hey there, if you are ready to make impact within your local community and you are ready to get started, I have something for you. So listen up. The Startup Provider Program is open for enrollment for a limited time. The Startup Provider Program is a self-study program over 12 weeks, so you can get on track with opening your business and care so much faster. We talk about everything from mindset and focus to clients and funding to licensing and certification and everything else in between, specifically focusing on that market research so that You can find the right license type and the requirements to open the business and care that you desire. So head over to StartupProvider.com for more details. All right, now back to the show. So the first system that I wanted to talk about, and I'm going to tie in that Netflix documentary, just roll with me here just roll with me, hang with me. The first system that we're gonna be talking about is a system for your employees, right? Your employees are the heartbeat of the care business, right? Obviously, you are the brand, etc., right? But You have to have a care team to provide the care or else you're going to be providing all the care all the time, which really won't allow you to grow and scale the business and never be able to step out of the caregiving role into the CEO role. So they kind of are the heartbeat of your business and care, right? You have to have employees. We talk about this. You need employees. You need a care team to provide the care. I'm able to be here with you because I have a dope-ass care team and my agency runs smooth as peanut butter. So I'm able to be here right? All of it's tying in together, but rock with me, okay? So your employee systems, (laughs) it's important. And if your employees don't have a clear view of the systems that you are needing for the business, specifically time clock system, time management system, there's going to be an issue, There's going to be an issue. And here's a stat for you guys, because I always like stats. According to the survey at Deputy, 81% of employees in the health and social work sector or industry said they'd leave their current role at their current job for a better company with better schedules and more predictable hours. Wait, what? 81% of employees would leave their current job, their current role for more predictable hours, okay? They are wanting a need for a solid time management system. That's what it's about. They want more predictability with their schedule. And if they don't have a clear time management system that's going to allow them to see what their schedule is, like, of course you would be unhappy right of course you would you would drop it like 81 percent. that is a lot that is a lot so i think the importance of a time management system is crucial my own personal experience with time management system when i first got started we weren't thinking about a time management system like When I tell you I was just trying to get through the licensing and certification process and we opened our doors the next day within 24 hours, we had a resident wanting to move into our home. Like that's all I could think about, right? So this is going beyond the startup, right? I think you should be thinking about this in startup. For my students, I do talk to them about this kind of stuff. But if you were an agency that is growing and scaling in any capacity or you are wanting to stay small or serve a handful of clients whatever if you are going beyond you providing the care you need a time management system when i was first starting again i didn't think about that i was like paper time sheet all day sure that's free print it out and uh, no uh, no it didn't work right it didn't work and things were changing and we weren't scheduling everything out far enough in advance one because we were trying to still save money in the beginning by us providing care too but it just was clunky it was not a good system okay if you're using paper time sheets don't do yourself a favor and upgrade upgrade your life upgrade your business, you will be forever grateful. And it's not that expensive. So speaking of deputy, I actually use deputy and it wasn't something that was on my radar. I've been using deputy since 2018. So we did about three to four months with paper timesheets. And when I tell you I wanted to rip my hair out, it was horrible. Andre took over that and he was like, yo, we need a time management system. I was like, bet, you find it, (laughs) found deputy. And I absolutely love it. And so our team knows a month in advance what their schedule is going to be. We ask them to show up on time. We ask them to let us know a month in advance of any leave or anything that they would like, right? So we have to respect their time if we're wanting them to respect our time. And so that's why a time management system, a digital one, is really important and one that they can look at on their phone, right? They have an app, it's on their phone, they log in, they can see the schedule change, we can ping them with any updates, all of that. It's super, super, super clear, right? Things happen, schedules change, they understand that, but they don't wanna know like the day before, right? Unless it's an emergency, they don't want that to be the norm. And it's true because 81% of people Are saying the same thing. 81% of employees in the health and social work industry are saying this. Another piece with employees, especially if you're going to have a company vehicle, is a vehicle tracking system. Now, this is not the time to talk about certain things, this is a public podcast. (laughs) And so I do have to be a little bit discreet about what I say, but the vehicle tracking system is great if you are going to be having your employees drive your company vehicles. Now, you're not gonna be able to track their personal vehicle, But with the deputy app, they are able to like clock in at a certain location. And so you'll be able to see that. This is very, very similar to like EVV, you know, electronic verification that certain types of care for licensing or certification require you to do. And it's a game changer. I don't really like it in the sense of having to do that for all of my people. But I like the functionality, right, of. The individual or the employee being at a certain location and being able to clock in, and I know that they're clocking in at that location. So that's really, really helpful. And then being able to track the vehicle. We did this when we first got our vehicles. Right. If we're going to be entrusting employees to drive them, we need to know where those vehicles are at in case something happens. Right. They are carrying a client that we are responsible for, so we need to know where those vehicles are at. And so those two things with employees specifically for their time. Right. Their, their time management system and vehicle tracking system are very, very important and super easy to do. Right. If you are looking at developing any kind of systems in your business, like these two are like the lowest hanging fruit and super easy to implement and get started with. This podcast is not sponsored by Deputy at all. I'm just telling you what I use and uh, what has worked for me. So the second system I want to talk about is really the backbone of client care, and I don't say that lightly because it's really needed and it's essential to have it. Not only, not only just because like, oh, it's it's nice to have a system like this, da, da, da. No, it's really important to have it. And it's made my life easier and it's improved our client care because there's so much transparency with how the care is provided, what's being done, all of those things, because of the systems that we have. So according to the HIPAA journal, it suggests that 89% of healthcare organizations have adopted a digital patient experience strategy. Now this is all some fancy lingo for, they have digital client charts, they have digital reporting, they have all of that digital stuff, right? So we need to make sure that as an industry, we are meeting HIPAA-compliant system standards. So no, no, Google Workspace is not HIPAA-compliant. Now, they may have an add-on that you can upgrade to to be HIPAA-compliant. I know Slack has an add-on that you can can do to be HIPAA-compliant, but it's like enterprise-level stuff, right? We need something that is going to really help with the client care and help with documentation and help with tracking, reports, billing, all of those things. That's the backbone of the client care. If you are not documenting what you're doing, how are you supposed to get paid? right? And even if it's private pay, you don't need a huge robust system, but you still should be tracking 1,000%, right? There's different systems out there for different types of care, but it's important that you have an EMR system, electronic medical record system in place that's going to streamline the care and the documentation, administration, and client tracking period. It's so important that you do that. If something happens to a client, you're investigated or just something happens, right? doesn't have to be bad or anything scary like an investigation. You need to be able to go back and track, right? You need to be able to do that at the very, very least. At the very, very least, you need to be able to go back and do that. Your care team should be documenting what that looks like, right? I had my care team doing a ton of documentation. I'll rattle that off to you in just a second, but they were doing a lot. But I had a clear picture of what happened from the morning to night, okay? Until that resident went and retired to their room for the night when they're ready. And so I was able to see what they ate. I was able to see what their mood was. I was able to see all of these different things. I was able to see all of that, when their meds were given, how much was given, if there was an issue. I was able to see all that. I was able to see if they're working to their goals. What are my staff doing? Are they kind of doing the same thing? Is anything else being implemented? Are there any patterns that we're noticing? Hint, reports, right? I don't have the bandwidth to comb through all of this data by hand. I need a system that's going to do that for me. This system also helps me with audits, right? This system's able to help me with audits. I don't have the bandwidth to comb through 5,000, 6,000 claims for a year or more. I don't. I need a system that's going to comb that data and pull it out the way I need it so I can present it and put it in whatever reports I need to submit it to the state, right? I don't have time to comb through piles of paper to do that. I need an electronic medical record system. And for that, I use Therap and I've been using Therap for years. I've been using Therap since uh, 2017. They're not sponsoring this either. (laughs) I should reach out to them and say, Hey, what's up? But that's what I've been using. And there's so many different ones. You need to find which one is going to work for the clientele that you are serving, right? I'm not going to tell you if you're private paying the age, that therapy is going to be the best bet for you because it's not. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to give that to you. It's not. <laughs> There's other softwares out there and I've actually done a review on at least five of them. Uh, and so I know what works for what. And you can too. It's as simple as doing your research on the different EMR systems for the type of clientele that you are going to serve, right? That's what it's all about. And then making sure that you are not overcomplicating it. A lot of these softwares, specifically EMR softwares, they're big, they're robust, okay? And you can look at that and be like, holy shit, Like I don't need to use all of those things. And you're right, you don't. But just because you don't need to use all of those things, you might still have to pay for them. And that's okay. Remember, we're thinking big picture. We're thinking big picture. And if you're like, all right, sis, like, cool, I hear you, not me, fine, like totally fine. But I just want you to know that you do need to be using something that's HIPAA compliant. And so whatever that looks like for you, definitely, definitely do that. It has saved me so many times, and I'm so grateful that I, I did that from jump. I know agencies who haven't, and they had to migrate into it, and it was a lot of work. It was a lot. So that's a giant tip. If you can start with the EMR system and you find one that's affordable, definitely jump on it if you feel like it's going to support you. But do your research first, friends. Do your research first, okay? So going back to the Netflix documentary with President Barack Obama, it's called Working. I mentioned it at the top of the episode. At Home Care down in Mississippi, they were not using, from what I could see of the documentary, they really weren't using a computer system. Now they did have computers, right? But they were like writing things down on like a spiral notebook and there were papers And at one point I saw the team lead, I didn't see like the face of her phone. She was like texting one of the care team members. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so outdated. I really would hope that to make it easier that they have an EMR system for one, and two, they have a time management system where they're able to communicate with their team right? They're able to do that. And then feeding into this next point, which is making sure that your management team or your management systems and the operations that go with them are smooth because your management system is going to be basically the brains, right? Behind a smooth operating system. For us, we use the Microsoft 365 suite, We use different applications within that suite. We don't use all of them. We use different applications. We use OneNote, we use OneDrive, which is the cloud. We use Microsoft Teams, Outlook, et cetera, et cetera. And when I tell you that has been a game changer, it's been a game changer. now I used to be the owner, administrator that was texting. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm not, or I've never did that, right? I've always used initials. So don't come from me, HIPAA compliant in that way. So I always use client initials, but still we shouldn't really be doing that. And that was when I first started the business, but I didn't know what else to do. Therap had like a SCom system, but it's not great at all. We used it, it's it's, it's not great, right? So we had to figure out another way. How do we communicate with our team so that we're all on the same page always, right? how do we have client record and file information that the team needed to see, right? Some some of the client file, the team doesn't need to see, right? And so with that, we needed to have a place where there was like a charting system. Yes, this is different from your EMR, right? And so I built this thing out within Microsoft Teams and it is glorious. When I tell you it is glorious, it is beautiful and it is glorious. <laughs> And so we are able to use that to not only communicate with our team directly in the app, right, we can have video calls, direct phone calls, I can share documents, files, forms, logs, I can celebrate my team, I can do mass messages where I'm posting to a board and everybody gets it. I have a training in there. I have all kinds of things in there. I have our HR system in there. I have group home information. I have backend systems. Each one of our homes has a like a full board, a full channel, right? And each one of our clients within that has their own channel, right? And so all of these different components play together but how do you communicate all this? How do we ensure everybody stays on the same team? And for us, we did that through our management system and it makes everything run smooth as butter. And if you cannot get a central place for everybody to be on the same page, there's always gonna be chaos. It's always gonna be someone told me this or that, or I didn't understand. It's, it's all going to be overwhelming, not only for you, but for your team, right? According to a report by PMI, 77% of high-performing projects use a project management software like Trillo, and so do I. That was a nice segue with that stat. So do I. I use Trillo for a project management with my resident manager, so they're able to stay on task. It's a lot of moving parts and pieces through the month every week of the month, it's not exactly the same thing. Different things are happening at different times depending on what the need is, right? There's a general outline, but you need a place to house all of this stuff. I did actually try Planner in Microsoft 365 as part of the suite. I didn't really care for it. It was clunky. It was old. I didn't like it very much. I couldn't use it. I was like, Eh, so I did get Trillo and I like Trillo, right? I like it. It's a great project management tool. It keeps my resident manager on task. It shows me what's supposed to be happening when and it's great. And I'm like if 77% of high performing projects use management software then I am too, right? I want to be premier in everything I do, Just because I'm a boutique agency doesn't necessarily mean that I need to be a dinosaur and use pen and paper. Like, what? No, I'm not doing that. I want it to be streamlined, right? And I believe that you don't have to have a huge system or software and pay thousands of dollars for that. Going back to EMR system, to do any onboarding with some of these big companies, it's like $3,500 for like onboarding. And I was like, yeah, right. Like, I'm not doing that. And so, but when you were like a big agency, right? You're a bigger agency. What's $3,500 to you? You don't have to take care of it. But a smaller guys, yes, you can be a smaller agency making anywhere from $100,000 to $5 million. You can still be considered a smaller agency. You do not have to have hundreds of clients on your roster to be considered a smaller agency or a bigger agency, really. It's just, it, it all goes back to what you want, right? It all goes back to what you want. And I always wanted to portray myself and my agency as a bigger agency. We can do it better than them. And when... People come to your agency, licensing, certification, guardians, employees, care coordinators, social workers, the list goes on and on. And they are they look at you as a smaller boutique agency, but they see that you are running your shit right. And they're like, whoa, that's pretty dope. I have impressed several licensing specialists with my systems, right, who have been in the game for 15 years or more, right? And they're like, whoa we didn't see this, we didn't see this coming, we didn't think you ran your agency like this. And I'm like, bet, I run my shit, right? And I believe you guys can too. And it's it's about what you want, right? It's about what you want. Part of the Microsoft 365 suite that I use, yes, it is Teams, yes, it is Outlook, yes, it is those things, but it's all about the way you use it. You could have those and not even use it. And Microsoft Teams is a HIPAA compliant platform. Most of the 365 suite is. I know all of mine is. I made sure I got the HIPAA compliant add-on. You do have to get it as an add-on. And so it's it's important to know, one, your options, and two, really review your tools to see what you have available to you and how you actually want to use that thing, right? If you were not thinking about, your agency in the long run, right? And you're just thinking about here and now, and you were thinking about how much of a task this is going to actually be to get set up. You're not thinking about where you're going to be at in two or three years, right? And it's not going to take that long to set up. But focus on one of them at a time. Focus on time management if you have time management, if that needs to be taken care of. Then move on to the next thing. Don't totally overwhelm yourself. And also don't get to a place where, you are trying to like automate everything. Some things can't be automated, my friend. They just can't, right? Some things can't. Some things require your personal touch, your personal expertise, your personal movement on that thing, right? And so look at what you need, what would be really nice for you to have a system around in your business. Is it going to be the management back end systems, right, that you communicate and you can oversee everything on the day to day? Is it going to be the client care and resident care system like your EMR? Is that going to be the thing which is the backbone of quality care? Or is it going to be the employee systems, right, like your time management system or vehicle tracking systems? What is it going to be for you? And my recommendation is pick one, give yourself 30 days with that one, learn it, work it out, try different things, play with it, do all of that. And you might be thinking like, how am I going to find the time to do that? Check YouTube out, YouTube University is fantastic. I do teach this in my startup program, that I have and I do in my group program that is offered, I am all about making sure we have systems to sustain us, systems to allow us to grow and thrive our business. One of the things that I was thinking about personally when I was getting started with my systems, if I was presented with 10 clients right now, do I have the systems in place to support it? right? That's what I was asking myself back then when I didn't have any systems in place. And the answer was no. No, I don't. So I'm asking God, right, to help my business grow, help my business flourish, help my business do all of these things. I want more clients, more residents, more program participants. I want to serve more. I want to grow my team. But can I support 10 clients if they came falling from the sky? Clients don't fall from the sky, by the way. You have to mark it right. But if they did, do I have the systems and infrastructure in place to be able to support that? And at the time, my answer was no. And so I had to figure that out if I was going to grow and scale. And thank God I did because I began to grow and scale. And I was able to handle the volume, especially with being at the time I was pretty much a one-woman shop. Obviously, I had Andre too, but I didn't have any support really in place. And so I want to leave you with that today, that if you are in the startup phase, think about what systems that you need to have that the state is going to require of you. And then think about what kind of systems that you want to have in place so that you can be the CEO of your business and you can step more into the CEO role versus the day-to-day role so you have some systems to, to support you. So if everybody can just remember, doesn't matter where you were starting at, whether you're a current provider, or aspiring provider, good systems are not just about efficiency and productivity. That's not what they're just about. They are about enhancing care. They're about nurturing your team. They're about creating a business that's built to last the test of time. The wheel, my friend, has already been invented. It has. So you don't have to go totally recreate the wheel. But it's our job, it's your job, it's my job as a program administrator, directors, all of the things, founders, CEOs, right? It's our job to keep the wheel turning and keep it turning smoothly. I wanna leave you with, instead of the mindset of it has to be hard to implement, let's have the mindset of we get the opportunity to do this we get the opportunity to embrace the power of systems that can help us and continue to help us build our businesses that we are proud of so that we can continue making impact and income i am so proud that you were able to uh, show up for yourself listen to this podcast if you're hearing my voice right now that means you've stayed to the end so Kudos to you and thank you for your time. I'm glad I was able to share my thoughts on this. If you are a current provider and you're looking to implement systems, take it slow. Don't be overwhelmed. Your systems don't have to look identical to mine. But if you do want support, definitely reach out to me. You can do that on Instagram or you can send me an email and I will happily tell you what I have to offer to support you. Until next time, my friends, I will see you same time, same place next week. Hey, friend, if you resonated with this show, if you feel the desire to make impact, don't forget to head over to www.startupprovider.com so you can start making seven figure impact and follow the show so you get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also come follow me on IG at underscore Ariana J. If you follow me there, let me know you came from the podcast. I really would love to meet you. Or you can join me in my private Facebook group, Assisted Living Group Home and Community Hab Providers. I hope to see you there.